Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Podcana episode 25, which is part two of last week's episode. We're going to be breaking down a ton of spoilers this week, going into our in-depth thoughts of what we think is good and what's going to impact the upcoming classic, not classic, but constructed meta. Sorry, flesh and blood reference there. Just want to remind you all before we jump into it that next week on the normal Friday drop of the podcast, we're going to be doing the full constructed overview, looking over every single card and assigning grades. So A, B, C, and D. We'll also be evaluating the cards in context. So there's a lot of cards that we've looked at throughout this uh, spoiler season where we said, oh, that card is bad, but you know, maybe in combination with two, three other cards, it could be good. So we'll be evaluating those cards in the context of what decks and archetypes they could fit into and also what combos they could create. So in-depth review coming on ne- next week's podcast. So stick around for that. Without further ado, let's head into part two of this week's spoilers. All right, so the next card here is Pinocchio, Talkative Puppet. It's an Amethyst card, 1-1, cost 2, cannot be inked. Storyborn Hero, quest for 1, says, When you play this character, you may exert chosen opposing character. Kawa pointed out to me that there is a version of this card that already exists in the form of Freeze. It is a 2-cost, uninkable, I believe, mm-hmm. that exerts. But does it also make them not untap, or that is just not? No, no, it's, it's basically the exact same mm-hmm. as this, except this is a body. So you just yeah. play this over freeze, I'm pretty sure. Power creep. Um, <laughs> I think that, I don't like that. Yeah, I think that that card... Just make it at least have some like minimum minimal downside. Yeah, I think that mm. card is unplayable, and I think this card is unplayable as well, to be honest. Is it? Yeah, I feel like... Is. It's, yeah. it's uninkable. Th- think about your Ruby Amethyst deck. What, what, what uh-huh. uninkable card are you swapping out <laughs> for this card? Mm. Nothing. I don't know. But I was just thinking that this is an, uh, a cheap enabler for Aladdin stuff, maybe. But yeah. Nah, yeah, but I mean, if it, if it was a cheap enabler for Aladdin stuff, it would have been in the Ruby Amethyst deck already in the form of Freeze, right? Yeah. I, I, I think I mean, it being a, a one better one. than Freeze. It is better. Than it is. Better than it is better, but you don't need a cheap enabler though. You just need to ink one more card and then play Elsa, and you tap down two things, and you get a four-six <laughs> yeah. body. No, no, but it's like for doing it in the same turn where you can like play Pinocchio and then Aladdin rush into something, maybe. Um, on, on turn on turn 10? seven, no, it'd be turn ten, right? Because you have to. And this is okay. And this no, is because you could because so... you could shift it on turn. You know, I mean, whatever. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. It's kind of turn ten, but it's, at least it's not turn uh, sixteen. Um, but yeah, and this this can stop something from questing, like you know, if 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 you already have control of the board. But yeah, I, th- I think this can't pretty bad. Okay, wait, this can't no, this can't stop something from questing, right? It would just it, ready up again. Oh no, if you have board, you can que- exert it, it yeah. and then yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. Yeah, this is one of the worst cards we've seen. I think I I, I do because it's uninkable, man. Like uninkable, like uninkable is like there's no way this fits into your deck. No, okay, but we had, we've seen worse cards. No, for no, sure. no, no, no. I think this is. We've had Gwusam and Grim. I would play. And I would play four Dinglehopper before I played this card. Perplexing signposts. <laughs> they're all worse. Yeah, all right. There has been bad cards. Bibbidi bobbidi boo. Okay. No, don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> all right the next one is four dozen eggs this is an action song and sapphire cost four can be inked um it says your characters gain resist plus two until the start of your next turn did we evaluate this already kawa no okay. no we didn't no um yeah so i feel like I, anyway i don't like resist on a song to be honest i don't like it i don't think it's enough um i even i know that 
I got I got flack for hating on the steel item that gives resist one. Yeah, Mouse Armor. Cool. Yeah. yeah. But uh this card for me Yeah, I just I just don't want to see myself playing a uh this this kind of card because it's so bad in like so many scenarios. You like, do it you do it for protection like there's only two scenarios you do it for. Either you do it for protection in terms of you're about to win the game, you need to make your cards really beefy, you exert you quest with them, you your opponent's cards can't trade into them. Or you do it when you want to trade into your opponent's stuff and you want your stuff to live. There's the only two situations where it's somewhat decent, and I think both of them are too situational, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. I think it's the second one, and it's it's so conditional on that one. Yep. Yeah, I think it's <laughs> it's an area cut. Good point. That's, that's, Good point. That is an area. Other card. than that, that's pretty bad. Yeah. It's better than Hakuna Matata, probably. Um, yeah. Anyway, next one is... But, uh, no, but also, I just counted the X. Why is it 13X? When it says four dozen. Not one dozen, oh, or four dozen. There should be way more eggs. Yeah. Oh, but you're, you're annoyed that it's not, it, it's it not 12 and it's 13. It could at least be one dozen, and then maybe he has like, the rest <laughs> on the back, but why is he juggling? The... I don't get it. You need, is he you holding need one? To talk to he's, he's, he's holding one, easy. Who That's did, yeah, but, it's th but he has 13. Oh, oh, so 12 are in the air and he's holding one. Okay. Okay, I'm fine with that, maybe. I'm having a hard time <laughs> pronouncing this artist's name, but I was going to say you need to talk to them. It's, uh... Yeah, Yoshem Van Gogh? Yeah, talk, talk to Yoshem. Anyway, <laughs> next card is Legend of the Sword in the Stone. Amethyst action song cost two can be inked. It says chosen character gains challenger plus three this turn. For me... It's a song. I know it's a song. I know it's a song. It's, it's unplayable. I think this card is so bad. Yeah, it's an area card, but that's it. Okay. Like yeah, I think it's... Is that, is that what Moyne's going to say for every song now? Is no, every Incubate song is an area card. That has to sure. be set, but... Sure, sure, sure. We did play Hakuna Matana unironically in a competitive deck, so... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's but true. But why is it... What? Challenger is such a bad keyword, and it's for one turn? Yeah. So it's basically for you could what would the difference be between challenger plus three for one turn or mm -hmm. it gains plus three attack for one turn? Maybe yeah, there's it's actually no difference easier, for this turn, right? Easier to template, um, so people don't get confused that it's only on your turn and not your opponent's as well. Maybe Temp sure. it's probably a templating thing. Um, yeah. All right, next one is Queen of Hearts. Uh, impulsive ruler says a ruby card two two cost two can be inked quest for one has rush interesting what do you want rush on a two cost two two um if you're if you're on the uh, draw you do yeah against lilos and the like the, yeah, the one Lilo, cost the riders and stuff yeah i guess mm, yeah i mean i'm more thinking like the uh yeah the lilos and the maleficence the quest for two the one yeah, because cost. against against flynn rider after they've played it, or after they've quested with it, it's at least your turn three. It's turn three, yeah. So it's already a little bit. Oh, never mind. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but I think this card's okay. This it's like contextual. It's an, it's a good anti-aggro card. It it's if your deck struggles to win against the uh, one drops that can quest for two, especially while on the draw, this helps yeah. a lot with that. That's mm -hmm. the very best card in the game against that. Um, yeah, but that's 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 a very uh, pretty small narrow. fraction. Because like probably, but for that it's very good. How much lore are you saving by playing this over like a uh, over like a Gaston the four two? 
Like you only save like yeah. probably like two lore because Gaston obviously no rush can attack that turn, but fills mm-hmm. a similar no, role. No, go ahead. Can be a lot more than that because uh, Gaston. So it's at least if if it can trade into a one one that quest for two one turn earlier. That's at least two. But the reason that the this already got that trade in because the way those decks. Uh, a lot of the time, win, yeah, is Simba, they play so it? many, th- so yeah, also Simba, yeah. but also they play so many threats that you can trade one each turn while they play one mm. each turn, but they have like two extra that and like that always quest, and this uh, gets you one further. So it can be like in in some circumstances, it can be in comparison even to Gaston, it can save you two quests each turn in the very best circumstances. Yeah. Okay. I think that so, it, I mean the control deck might actually play this. Uh, it's, it's it's all right for that very narrow specific thing mm-hmm. but that's because okay so sometimes we say oh it's only this narrow thing so it's bad but like this narrow thing is uh come on <laughs> this is a very relevant yeah it's thing. it's very common and it's like the only thing the control deck loses to <laughs> yeah and it's and this it's hard to find a better card against exactly this specific thing yeah so i think it's i think it's okay all right, Carl. Can right. you help me with the next? T- yeah, you yeah. know. I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. So this is a Flower Sham, four cost, Inkable, one six, Storyborn, Inventor, Conquest for one. Reads uh, Master Artisian. Uh, when you play this character, and whenever he quests, you may banish chosen item of yours to draw two cards. What do we think? Does it say when you play him and you quest him? Whenever quest? you play this character and whenever he quests, you may banish okay. chosen item of yours to draw. And draw two, two cards. cards. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's that's not nothing. You can turn these items mm-hmm. into into actual card advantage, especially, and they cost less than traditional card advantage would, potentially, if the items cost one or two. Um, yeah, if you're, doing, if you're doing dingle hoppers again. Do you, dingle hopper has been a uh, a card we've mentioned a lot, which is which is quite funny. Yeah. So this goes into that item heal deck we talked about, not just because it can uh, also get card draw out of those, but also because it has a 1-6 deadline, which is very yeah, hard to is, kill in one go. Yeah. So basically... I think it's actually one of the very best things about this card is its deadline. It mm-hmm. only quests for one, which is a shame, but 6 HP on a 4 cost? Did we have that? Yet? I don't think I don't think this is, might be the first one we've seen. I think so. I can't think of anything that has 6 HP for 4 cost. I can only think so, of Moana, that's 5. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that, that, that's a lot. So mm-hmm. I think for this... Uh, maybe so it has item synergy and it has some heal synergy and we, for both of things things we have support but maybe both of those things are great but it's <laughs> it's uh support for both of those things yeah and the stat line is pretty good so i'm okay with this card yeah it's a uh, i'm okay with it too. has potential uh, uh this next card that we have it is also in french but it's basically just evasive it's all it, all it reads so oh, it's a three yeah. cost inkable three two uh that can quest for one fidget and it just has evasive. So this is, I would say, we're, it's not necessarily worse than the we saw the two-cost Cruella, but the difference with the Cruella is it's only on your turn. So you only use that to basically attack into evasive, whereas this one, you can just... I mean, it's just a cheap evasive that you can just keep questing. So uh, I think you would use this to clear evasives rather than quest it. Um, so the Rudy Amethyst deck plays Jetsam, because Jetsam will two-for-one your opponent's Pongos, which is like almost in every other control deck mirror. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3-2 is just not super exciting to me because I don't want to trade... I mean, you can trade 1-for-1 one one to a Pago. You do technically trade up, mm-hmm. um, which is good. So, 
I don't know. It's a fine card, but it's a very meta contextual card because I'm playing this card to clear my opponent's evasives, not to quest with this and use its evasive mm -hmm. ability. That's, that's yeah, me. which is why most of the time I think the two costs will be better. The Cruella is better. Yeah, yeah. Standard does the same thing. So uh, this is underwhelming to me. Mm -hmm. All right. The next card is a vanilla card. It is Verana Fang Chief. 5-5 five, five, and Emerald. Cost 5. Can be inked. Storyborn Villain. Queen. Quest for 2. Um, We've seen lots of these before. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm molding if I see one more Winnie Pooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think you're playing this in modern, modern Emerald. Uh, unless, mm -hmm. I mean, these cards that they're printing, these vanilla cards, they become increasingly less relevant as we get less vanilla cards. Um, and yeah, I mean, the one caveat to, to that is, is like maybe villains or queens is a sub theme. Sure, sure. That. Outside of that, not, not playable. Well, that's fine. It's a vanilla card. All right. Another vanilla card. <laughs> Cheshire Cat. Um, a 3-2 in Emerald. It costs two, can be inked, and quests for one. I don't think there's too much to say there. They've print, they have a whole cycle of these, by the way. I think in the set, they have two costs, three twos. They quest for one. Yep. Yep. They have a lot. Every single yeah. card. So we used to have two threes that quest for one. Now we get three twos, which, mm -hmm. except for some specific things, is usually worse than a two three. So, mm -hmm. yeah. All right. <clears throat> and next up, we have Yzma. Uh, this is an Amethyst, 3, 4, cost 3, can be inked, storyboard, something, something, because it's in French. Uh, <laughs> and it, qu <laughs> it, quests for, it quests for 1, so 3 cost 3, 4, is this the same as a wardrobe? Same as Mickey. It's, uh, yeah, and same as uh, Steamboat Mickey. Oh, yeah, the wardrobe is the Amethyst card that's also 3, 4, and that card is uh, it's actually playable. Funny enough, you could play... Wait, isn't it, is, is it the exact same? It's just, this is just a different uh, Yeah, I think art, it's the exact it? same. Oh, wow. Interesting. So Wardrobe is actually playable as an anti-aggro card uh, in Ruby Amethyst Control. It's actually not that bad. Not terrible. Uh -huh. But we don't didn't need another one of these. Yeah. Well, like I said, this is like now you can get the cool art. Like you don't have to play this this freaking Wardrobe. Mm -hmm. You got you got Yzma. Sure. Yzma is now a playable character in Lorcana because the the previous Yzma was one of the worst cards in the game. Mm. All right. Falling down the rabbit hole, this is a sapphire action cost four can be inked. Says each player chooses one of their fate, one of their characters, and puts them into the inkwell, face down and exerted. We've I've got something to say about this. Oh, let's card. do it. We've seen ready? this effect in many other card games. So let's see. It. You ready? You finally have an answer to Cusco because they have they. If you clear the rest of the cards, they have to target their Cusco because Ward means like doesn't stop them from targeting their own card. But again. There's the magical Christmas land of this card. So <laughs> I'm happy you said that mm -hmm. <laughs> because if I do this to clear Kuzco, they still win. Because they just play Kuzco. No, wait, wait, wait. I lose. I lose two cards and I lose mm -hmm. five resources. They lose one card and five resources. They win the yeah. trade. Sure, sure, yeah. There you go. Uh, it's and, my reverse. It's my reverse Uno. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's basically like. We're thinking about one of the best uh, case scenarios. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is actually the bit. And like, you know, and that is there's no other cards on the board. There is just a Kuzco. It's like, yeah. So most I of the time, if yeah, mo most of the, the time, point? if there, if there yeah. is other stuff there, then it's like. We need like, um, in Hearthstone, we had egg cards that had zero attack, but they mm -hmm. would be very powerful if they die. Yeah. So we, we need cards that we actually want to kill and our opponent doesn't want to kill. Like stuff you want to sacrifice and as long as we don't have that this card's 
absolutely terrible. Yeah, this is uh, this might take the cake for the worst car. This might be worse than Pinocchio. <laughs> That's wild. But this is much worse. <laughs> oh, come on. It's close. <laughs> All right. We've got Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Ah, uh, should we just read these out together? Uh, Final no. Sun is uh, well, Infinity Stones. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> that's so funny. Um, <laughs> because there's like so many different analogs and different card yeah. games for like yeah. what this is. But I'll read them out individually because they're actually relevant. Our right, first one yeah. is the leader like the tribal leader here is a snow white unexpected house guest it's a one two and amber cost two cannot be inked storyborn hero princess quest for one it says how do you do you may, you may pay one less to play seven dwarf characters um yeah i don't get it oh uh, well you're you about to one get this yeah so you can pay less one less resource for these other characters. cost one less oh to uh, not to play seven dwarf characters <laughs> no but that's to play like a, a seven that's a, dwarf that's a, okay yeah, yeah, not not to not to assemble all of them at once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so you can potentially cheat a lot of resources there. Uh, we'll we'll yeah. just move on from that card because that card, this card by itself, by the way, if you have no mm -hmm. context, this is terrible. This is so yeah. ridiculously unplayable. Two cost one, two the quest for one, but context does matter. So we will go over the dwarfs. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, first dwarf, uh, Dopey, always playful. Two two and Amber, three costs can be inked. Storyborn ally, seven dwarfs. That's actually on the type line. Quest for one, it says, Odd one out. When this character is banished, your other seven dwarf characters gain plus two attack until end of turn. So this one has one of the Man. most underwhelming effects. Yeah, it's one of the worst yeah, ones. Yeah. Three yeah, cost, two, two, like, uh, and the effect is pretty terrible. We talk about attack is just not relevant in uh, mm -hmm. in Lokana. Uh, so even when this is cost reduced, I don't want this. No, yeah. you don't want a two, two, <laughs> yeah, a, a two cost. I think I think I think it's kind of funny though because this dopey, it's like such a <laughs> dopey has such a shit effect. I don't know, ma ma yeah. maybe there's no way they made it like that. But and I think also, it's if if you have a uh, two Snow Whites, this is a one cost two two with very minimal upside. So even then, it's not that good. But if you have three Snow Whites, this is a good card. So, yes, and that's what's interesting is like currently, so Snow White. I mean, you know this from you both. You know this from playing Marvel Snap. Mm -hmm. Marvel Snap has been learning some design lessons uh, over the past few months about making cars cost zero and how crazy yeah. that is. I don't think it's as crazy in Marvel Snap, but uh, yeah, technically, if you do have three Snow Whites out, you can start or two even on some of these. You can start making these things cost zero, which is just—it's a very powerful thing that happens in card games is when you can do those to cards. Um, anyway, next one is Sneezy, very allergic. It's a one-four, two cost. Quest for one, again, Storyborn Ally, Seven Dwarves, it's an Amber. Uh, that'll be for all of these. It says, Achoo! <laughs> Whenever you play a character or another Seven Dwarves character, play this character or another Seven Dwarves character, you may give Chosen Character minus one attack this turn. Interesting, I think this one is also bad. It's uh, mm -hmm. better this than giving attack. Better, yeah, better than giving attack, um, especially mm -hmm. in the and context it's a two of a yeah. Is that good enough? Two, one two, one, two one? I mean, the two one four wouldn't be good in general, but if we are playing four cards that cost reduce this, and yeah, sometimes yeah, it's yeah. a one one four. Also, okay, this is some context, but it's context we already have. We know that the, the Rockstar Stitch is a very potent card. Mm. And what the, if there's a lot um, enough two cost or less um, dwarfs? That's like the best application for Snow White, I think. Having Snow White and then you have Stitch and then you play them for free or for one and you keep doing that. Yep, I think so that I think that's the so. deck. I think that that is how you build the Snow White deck as you play yeah. Snow mm -hmm. White. You re but um, so, surely... So you have to play the, the, the dwarves that cost two orders. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> this is probably obvious, but uh, 
Stitch Rockstar definitely checks the cost on like the unreduced cost. When yeah, yeah, I was, I was going to ask that. So, I, yeah. I assume it's that because if yeah. it wasn't, it would be crazy. <laughs> yeah, maybe mm-hmm. in a digital card game, it would, but in physical, it definitely will check the original cost. Mm-hmm. All right, the next one is Sleepy nodding off to two, three Amber, two costs can be ink. Storyborn ally seven dwarf quest for two. This character enters play exerted. Um, yeah, I think I mean this is just one of those characters that I. You can't actually trigger Stitch Rockstar off this. That's funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I Wait, know. then couldn't they have couldn't they have made this? Uh, because they gave a lot of these cards are worse because they are better with Snow White. But I don't know. Couldn't they have made this? Be a two for or all right, something. All right. well, oh wait, it's called cool. quests for two. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. That's, two. that's all right. Okay, yeah. two three that costs. But it does come in exerted, which is relevant. So th- there's there's one yeah. there's one card here. There's there's a dwarf that's coming up. All right, mm-hmm. the next one is happy, good nature, three five. Uh, Amber cost five. Can be ink. Storyboard ally seven dwarfs. Uh, quest for two and has support. So this one. I'm also not too excited about, to be honest. Like three five is is fine when questing for two. I'd rather if this costs way a lot less. You have the Snow White. So yeah, it's good. Still, if if you get if you get cost reduction, I think it's 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 better. Yeah, let's move on to the dwarf that I think is the most interesting that brings it all together, which is Grumpy, bad temper, three four amber, four cost, can be storyborn ally, seven dwarves, quest for one. Your other seven dwarf characters gets plus one attack. That is more reasonable of a payoff yeah. for playing all of these things, I think. I still don't think it's fantastic. Sure. I don't love attack, but you're taking all these characters that have these like somewhat underwhelming sat lines and like uh, the uh, like dopey. If you paid if you paid two for it, now it's a three two. I mean that's kind of on sat with vanilla, but I mean particularly like Sneezy. Like Sneezy's now Sneezy's a two really four. Yeah. yeah like, so after we've went through these twelves, Sneezy actually is one of the best. It's ones. the best, mm-hmm. yeah. I think yeah, Grumpy Grumpy, sneezy are my favorite ones, uh, to be sure, honest. But yeah. overall, uh, I think that this is not a, these like this whole idea where you play like Snow White and these dwarves is probably more of a meme deck than anything. I don't think it's a real. So deck. Wanna, which is good, right? Because if yeah, yeah. I don't want the deck to be a thing where you just go, okay, I play each of the dwarves four times in my deck. I play Snow White four times in my deck, and then like, oh, oh my deck's almost full. But are there, are there not more dwarfs? Yeah, yeah, Brendan, you want to scroll up? Oh, no, oh that's, five, that's five, five, five out of seven. My bad. <laughs> it's not the five dwarfs. All right, here we uh, go. Bashful, hopeless, romantic, two, five, amber, four cost, can be ink, storyboard, ally, seven dwarfs, quest for three. This character can't yeah. quest unless you have other seven dwarf characters in play. Still pretty good. That's fine. Yeah, that's that's good. good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In, in a deck where we play uh, seven dwarfs, I don't yeah. think it's a difficult condition to meet, so it's got some Okay, good. now this, this deck is getting better. That's a good payoff. All right, last mm-hmm. one. Doc, leader of the Seven Dwarves. Two, three, Amber, three cost, can be ink, storyboard, ally, Seven Dwarves, quest for two. Whenever this character quests, you may pay one less for the next character this turn. So it's not just Seven Dwarves. Mm-hmm. Considering that he's the leader, I actually think that that payoff is not that crazy but still of course it's crazy you think so because we play we play all these shitty cheap dwarfs and then we need a way to actually cheat out rockstar and surfer stitch mm. to draw cards so i think it seems pretty good i guess cheating Dog. at anything a turn before it's supposed to come down is like super op in this game so i also think again like again again i'm just saying because if we're playing the seven dwarves deck if you look at this as just a two two three it's pretty mm-hmm. good I I think this the quest for yeah. yeah. Even as a even without the reduction, a three, two, three that quests for two, and then 
how to just use to cheat out. Yeah, sure. Stuff. It's actually quite good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like this card. All right. Move fast. Oh, you got anything else to say on the dwarves? Hmm. I don't know. I thought about ordering them. <laughs> okay. But, but oh, okay. You, wanted to, you wanted to rank them? That, yeah. Dopey's at the bottom. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Mufasa, Betrayed Leader. It's an amber yeah. card, 3 3, cost 5, can be a storyboard mentor king. Uh, quest for 2, and it says the sun will set. When this character is banished, you may reveal a top card of your deck. If it is a character card, you may play that character for free, and they enter exerted. Otherwise, put it on top of your deck. Um, I think a lot of people are getting super excited about this card. Um, so it's let's if you consider how much like if you consider how much it's understated, then I think you need to like do a little bit of math there to figure out like how big the card that comes off the top potentially has to be for you to get value. But I mean, you could do some busted things. I just don't know. I don't know if I don't know how consistent this. I mean, maybe you play maybe you play a deck that's like literally all characters or most like eighty percent, ninety percent characters. Yeah, so you can't go into the song variations of of Amber, but that's okay. I think this card's quite alright. Um, depending on like how big the average character is in your deck and mm-hmm. how how good a deck that plays only characters is. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if if it's just a five three three, and even after Quest for Two and you remove it, there's like a range of maybe something small comes out, and this card wasn't that good, but if like you remove this and there's still maybe even a bigger character mm-hmm. can be can be game breaking. Yeah. So for sure. Like um <laughs> what's funny too is you can just in time this and then you could like sure. che- you could cheat out like a uh like like an Elsa <laughs> on turn. Like you could cheat out like all the biggest, craziest things in the game. Like technically you mm-hmm. could cheat them out and like uh, the it would most- be it would be on turn if you wanted to cheat it out, it four. would be on turn four. Yeah, yeah, but sure. A turn four like, what are the nastiest creatures in the entire game? Like, turn four, Ursula would be pretty hard to deal with, I think. <laughs> like, that'd be pretty good. Yeah. But again, that's like, that, that is that is also, I mean, listen, you, you use the term a lot, Brendan. It is, that is very magical Christmas line. Because you, if you're playing just in times, well, although, like, if it's all character and then just in time, I don't know. It's, it, this, it seems so meme but. I don't know. This actually maybe. seems legit to me. I, I don't think it's meme Yeah, because the, re- the reason this seems legit to me is not even. It's not okay. That's part of it, but it's not just because oh, something crazy big can come out of this. But it's it's basically five cost for a two, uh, five ink mm-hmm. or two quest character that even after if, we, if it is removed, there's still something there. So it's not easy to put damage into it twice. Mm-hmm. And then there's the high wall of maybe you get something so big that your opponent can't remove it, or maybe you get something that draws a card. Or I think I think it's a good card. Yeah, but you need to build around it. But yeah, do you think so you build around it as this has to literally just be an all character or like you know ninety percent character deck? Yeah, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be. So so, but it's just while deck building, you will have to keep in mind every non-character that mm-hmm. I put into my deck needs to be very good to to justify it because otherwise there's a little bit of downside of sometimes I will hit this. Sure. Yeah, I think all it's right. good. Next carrot. Yeah. All right, Rat again. Very large mouse, 3-3 three, three and ruby, cost 5, cannot be inked. Storyborn villain says, a quest for two and it says, this is my kingdom. When you play this character, exert chosen opposing character with three attack or less. Choose one of your characters, ready them. Then they can't quest for the rest of the turn. Exert. 
This is actually the first Lorcana card that is like this where, because, you know, if you've played other card games, like there's always mm-hmm. cards like this where it's like, wait, what does this actually do? It's the first mm-hmm. time I've encountered that in Lorcana. Um, uh, is this good? It's okay. I don't know. Maybe. For uh, fi- is it? It's five cost. Yeah, five cost and inkable. I think that I'm not playing this card, to be honest. So, but, uh, so we, we just need to have anything on the board that we played the previous turn. We can quest with it. We can protect then it. Then ready it up again yeah. and maybe kill something that wasn't even exerted before. Um, so it can be okay, but I think in general, yeah, not good enough. Thumbs down for me, uh, to be honest. Mostly because it's inkable. Like an inkable is like mm-hmm. massive, massive, massive. If this cost. was inkable, I think it would be right. All mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. All right. Next one is pick a fight. This is a steel action. Cost two cannot be inked. This chosen chosen character can challenge ready characters this turn. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, this is actually this is kind of funny because it's, a, it's Cinderella's ability, right? Yeah, Cinderella's Cinderella ability, yeah. but um, I mean, I just think about control and like how control loses games, and it's because of ready. It's because of characters that are ready, and uh, they just mm-hmm. they quest for the amount of lore that's on the bottom right. You clear it, but then they, you know, they're just progressing this win condition. Um, you're paying two and a card for this ability. That's a lot. So let's think about like the biggest upside of this possibly. I mean. You clear whatever threat you need to clear. But like if you did this with like Aladdin, you know, Aladdin is getting you two lore and making your opponent you lose two lore. So would you mm-hmm. would you discard one card, pay two resources in order to swing four lore and clear a threat? Probably, yeah. I mean Yeah, I think you would. Yeah. Okay, I can't stop laughing because how is this card okay? If Pinocchio is the worst card you've ever Pinocchio's seen. Pinocchio is the worst card. Okay, you're right. This card is also bad. Well Yeah, it's worse than Pinocchio. Oh, you got me. You win. <laughs> See, you get, yeah, okay, you get Pinocchio is better. Yeah, you get yeah. me two hours in, and like, yeah, it's it's also because this is ba- there's not a big difference between chosen character can ready challenge uh, ready ca- can challenge ready characters this turn and exert chosen opponent's character. Maybe exert a, po- a chosen opponent's characters is even better. Yep, that's why they pay you. The at least bucks. multiple characters can it can kill it. So yeah. Yeah, this is very, very bad. It's bad, yeah. Oh, there's always one in a set review where like, you're just like, why did I even <laughs> consider that? All right, next yeah. next one is uh, Judy Hops, an optimistic officer. Two, three, and Sapphire cost three. Can be inked. Storyborn hero, quest for two, and it says, don't call me out. Don't call me cute. <laughs> no. uh, when you play this character, you may banish chosen item. Its player draws a card. Um. Oh. So... What I like about this card is it's like a like a beast derivative for Sapphire, which is pretty mm-hmm. good. Because like if you think about again going back to Sisu, and this is me once again evaluating this card in context and not by itself. Uh, if you go back to Sisu and in Sapphire, like Sapphire really struggles in the control mirror because it can't keep up with the items that Ruby Amethyst plays, um, or Amethyst in specific. And I think that every day of the week, if you could be ramping mana be playing out better control threats like if if sisu was a better control threat um i would be happy to play a three cost the quest for questing for two is a lot um the banish with this like uh magic mirrors or cauldrons and let my opponent draw a card off it i would do that i would take that trade mm-hmm. i think that trade's pretty bad it's like um because the thing the reason i think that that trade's bad is because your opponent so the the item 
wasn't doing anything immediately and you give them some immediate uh, thing yeah. for it back already and they might just uh, draw into another one of those or a different way to not run out of cards of that. I think I think it's, it's just pretty bad. As I think this, the effect of this... The, so they, they, they try to have this effect be good because it's flexible, but because of how flexible it is, it's bad either way you use mm-hmm. it. It's like, if you sacrifice your own item for one card, you're kind of sad because that's the reason you played that item. You wanted it to actually do something over the course of the game and not just replace it again. And if you're doing it on your opponent's item, uh, they won't care as much because of the card that... Yeah, Moin is right because... So the issue is like... Uh, and this is this is like kind of the thought process behind like Bibbidi Bobby and stuff. It's like, if you just look at this card and you strip off like all context... Uh, your meta decks and your experience playing the games like it, it is a bad card like you're like you said you're just cashing your opponent's item for them you're giving them a card like mm-hmm. from just a fundamental standpoint that's a bad thing to do you're it's mm-hmm. like you're giving your opponent a uh, card advantage so so for, for you would need to hit your opponent's item before they use their opponent's item then it's okay but even then as, is it good it, because you just replace and, and you just replace they, the item sure but yeah, even then it's not that great. But at least you gain some tempo out of it then. But like as soon as they used it once, this card's terrible. Yeah, I think this is a yeah, this is like a really bad tempo card. It's like maybe this is a contextual card that you can play because the only way your sapphire control deck loses is via item inevitability or something like that. But yeah, overall bad card. And yep. yeah. Definitely a trap. <laughs> Definitely a trap. All right. Chief Bogo, respected officer 2-4 in steel, four costs, cannot be inked, cannot be inked. Dreamborn, quest for two, says insubordination. When you play a Floodborne character, deal one damage to each opposing character. All right. Pack tactics, Chief Bogo. Pack tactics, yeah. beast, bam. <laughs> yep. What do y'all think? Count the support. Um, I mean, to be fair, it's, it's, all, it's an all right card, even with even without all the craziest synergies that if it's just suddenly your floodborne characters also uh have a tinkerbell on play effect that's pretty good it's a um, it's a context-based card right like um yeah what sure. it depends depends on the what floodborns you will <laughs> so, want to play so i think tinkerbell is a floodborne right so if you play tinkerbell oh, it? yeah it is it is yeah, yeah. so you're dealing you're like you, if you it's play a gra- it's a grab your swords grab technically your swords, right yeah, yeah. That's funny. I'm, I'm, if Tinker, because Tinkerbell is all, because I didn't know about the floodborns, right? But if if Tinkerbell is already a floodborn, that I think this card's all right, even just with that. And there's there's probably more. Yeah, I think so. Potentially, it's a it's a fine balance between it. Also, you know, being a four cost uninkable. I mean that that's mm-hmm. yeah. I I I think I constantly harp on the cost of uninkables because it's just so 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 much in this game. Anyway. Um, yeah, I would say yeah, it's a good card. That's good. I'll keep my eye out for this card. All right, next one is Ray, 3-3 three, three in Emerald. It's a five cost. Um, can be inked, quest for three, and I believe it has ward. It is in German. And, uh, I no, think it's Wendig. not. Nur no. Charaktere mit Wende können diesen Charakter herausfordern. It's evasive. Evasive, Wende. Yeah, yeah. It is, it is mine, right? It, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. I'm just double checking. Yeah, it's evasive. All right. What do you um, think, Brandon? What do I think? Um, yeah, it's like it's, as, an, as an evasive lover, how do you rate it? If I, well, I would never play evasives in in. Um, well, it's interesting. I would. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd play evasives in Emerald, but this is an aggressive evasive character. This is not defensive. Um, mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Questing for threes a lot and evasive is pretty relevant. So you're telling me that like all, so like now Emerald's attacking on two for different angles where their ward characters can only be cleared by me using my, uh, one of four, uh, board mm-hmm. removals or I have to trade with it via combat. That's what ward does. Ward's like trade with this via combat. You must do that. But evasive is you can't trade with this via combat. The only reason mm-hmm. I don't love this is because it's five costs and it trades neutral with Dragonfire, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, but my Dragonfire is already looking for targets in the Emerald matchup. Because I can't use them on Cusco's and stuff like that, mm-hmm. so I think overall it's uh, it's could be powerful. I think it's I think it's, I think it's a fine card. I, th- I think it, mm-hmm. I think people will definitely play it. I think you'll I think you'll actually see a, a decent amount of Ray. Um, with I mean, it's a thousand times better than the Mickey Mouse evasive that quests for four. So this this is because we what we're looking for in evasives is uh, the cheapest for its quest count. Mm-hmm. And this is that, so I think it definitely has potential. Pretty good card. Mm-hmm. All right, next one is Shere Khan. This is a uh, Shere Khan Menacing Predator, 3-3 three, three, and Ruby. Cost 3, can be inked. Uh, Storyborn Villain says, Don't insult my intelligence. Whenever one of your characters challenges another character, gain one lore in a quest for one. Uh, What? <laughs> I mean that, that's crazy. That's better yeah. than the other stuff we've seen, right? Like, yeah. Oh, it's other- a three-cost incubate with that effect. And when ch- when it challenges, right? It doesn't even have mm-hmm. to uh, like kill it, and it doesn't even yeah, have to kill it. Yeah. I mean, this is a good card. It's really, yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? Mm. Is this what? is this an aggro card or is it a control card or is it a mid-range card or is it an everything card? Because it's busted. I mean, it's like I think it. I mean, it can be in everything. I think it's not necessarily in, so okay. It can be an it can be seen as an aggro card, but then it's a different type of aggro. That's like a anti-aggro aggro because it's an aggro that tries to actually control the board mm-hmm. and still gain at the same time. Uh, so it's not necessarily a card that really synergizes with uh, low-statted, high quest characters. This synergizes with characters that actually want to trade. So with rush characters, this synergizes with stuff that exerts your opponent's characters. But I think in general, this. Seems very good to me. Yeah. You can even play this in a turn where you are trading anyways, because mm-hmm. in Lokana you're trading a decent amount uh, on most turns. You, on, on most turns you're trading at least once, right? So then it's already you play this, it's a 3-3-3 three, 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 gain one lore that threatens a lot of lore. I think this is a fantastic card. Yeah, fantastic yeah. card. All right, Moin, it's your turn to read this one out, the next one. Ehrenwerter John. <laughs> Nicht sehr ehrenwert. Oh. It's not very honorable. Uh, this is whenever... It's a 2-3 in Ruby that costs 3 and can't be inked in quest for 1. Whenever you play a Floodborne, a floodborne? character, you loot... You... They go down one lore? Your opponent goes uh, down one lore? Yeah. For anybody yeah. who's confused right now listening to this, this card is in German. That's right. <laughs> yeah, but the, the, ger- the German uh, translation is so weird because it says... Um, Basically, if you translate it word for word, it says um, all opposing players that play with you. Like, yeah, opposing- no, well, that makes sense because it's like how, how it's worded for Lorcana is it it would say each opponent. Yeah. So like if it's a multiplayer game, it's like the same with Aladdin, right? Aladdin probably reads like that. Um, all right, so whenever you play, we said these Floodborns are pretty high cost. Mm-hmm. They just go down one lore. Um, again, I mean, even if you're kind of Procking this a, a few times, I, I don't. 
This card's great. It's, three, it's on three, Inkable. Three costs on Inkable. Like, yeah. there's no way you're playing this card, because uh, even yeah. if you look at Ruby Amethyst Control, like, there are some very good Floodborns in that deck. I believe Elsa's Floodborn. I believe the Lens of Floodborn. Mm. But you can't fit in a three cost on Inkable 2-3. Like, there's just, there's just no way, because you, your early curve needs to be able to deal with aggressive threats, and this is the opposite mm. of that. Like, your early curve is really, like, Rafiki, Mono Mim, like, it's, it's freaking Gaston. Like, all you're trying to do is survive. Uh, the last thing you need is, like, this, like, pseudo engine card that comes down on turn three and doesn't get payoff till turn seven and turn eight so mm -hmm. uh, i think it's maybe a builder on card but ultimately it just doesn't seem very good yeah also easiest comparison is the small aladdin that at mm -hmm. least always takes one mm -hmm. away from them yeah. that is inkable but has one less hp uh and that also is a pretty bad card. that's a huge that's a huge it. difference right mm -hmm. yeah and, and you can shift and so yeah exactly i mean that's there's a lot of differences but it's still trying to do the same thing on the same mm -hmm. cost. Yeah. but i think they're both both very bad all right. Next up is Cheshire Cat from the Shadows. It's a 5, 6, and Emerald. They cost 8. It has Floodborne. It quests for 2 and has Shift 5. It says Evasive. Um, and it says Wicked Smile. Banish Chosen Damage Character. Pack Tactics. No, it's not Pack Tactics. It's... um. No, it's the other one. It's the bell, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... Uh... Ring... Wait, was it Ring... It was Ring the Bell. Yeah, it was the Ring the Bell action card uh, that cost 3. But except it's just attached to a body. Um... I think that this is probably an attractive card. People, peep, this is a card that you're going to see everyone playing like at the start, like, oh my God, Cheshire Cat, let's shift. Yeah, like, I'll um, just, I'll just let you know that like, if Cusco is so strong, Cusco is such mm -hmm. a good character. It like banishes, it, it, it's such a lose-lose on every angle. Cannot be cleared by Dragon Fires, cannot be cleared by Maleficent, banishes whatever kills it. If you play Cheshire Cat and you shift it onto another Cheshire Cat, and you get dragon fired without activating this effect. That is like so bad. Um, I don't know. I, and then you play this for eight. It's like it, we get into that brave little Taylor category where like the effect is powerful, but now your opponent's removal is like trading up into this. I just, I don't know. I think in general, I don't walk like high cost cards in Arcana that aren't mm -hmm. things like Elsa and Maleficent because Elsa's tapping things down. You're clearing those things. And Maleficent is literally just a two for one. Um, that's standard seven five. So I think it's possible, but again, you're not you're not going to be doing like if you look at Cheshire Cat and you're like, oh, I'm going to cast Cheshire Cat and I'm going to go fire the cannons and activate the ability. That's not that's not great. That's not great for you. Mm. You still lose the card, um, and you're tapping this down. So I think you would need like some sort of like a pinging effect. So I don't know if you're comboing this with any like low cost card. With Chief Bogo. Yeah, with Chief Bogo. There you go. <laughs> that that's that's the combo, right? Is Chief that Bogo? is actually the combo. That is the yeah. combo. You do, you do that on four, and then you play this shift on five, and then you can yeah, again, uh, yeah, then you can tap and you can kill something. But your opponent yeah, dragon fires this, and like boom, you just instantly lose the game. You instantly <laughs> lose the game. <laughs> yeah. Also, the thing is, for this card to okay, so eight five six even with the shift five evasive quest two is we can agree on on that being terrible, right? Mm. So for this card to overcome being terrible. Uh, base deadline, this effect would need to be good. And this, the effect is exert banished chosen damage character. So every time you do this effect, you also, you're exposing it to dying, which you would also do if you quest, but also you're not questing. And banished chosen damage character, I would argue, is not much better than questing. It might even often be worse. I'd, I'd say you're not really exposing it to dying since it's evasive, but I sure. agree with the rest. Yeah. It's just every time you do want to execute quest, something, yeah. You, uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah, also yeah. don't get to quest. Mm -hmm. And 
I think, yeah, that's just bad. <laughs> All right. This next card, Brent. This uh, is one of Brent, Brendan would talk to Twitter for this card. Already read my Twitter. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I need to check your Twitter. Um, oh, it's, it's a good can't, one. Can't check. All right. This card is called Nothing to Hide. It's a sapphire action. It cost one, and it can be inked. And it says each opponent reveals their hand. Draw a card. Moyen, are you reading my Twitter right now? Or you want to give us your raw thoughts? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I can give it your your raw thoughts first. So it's a it's a cantrip, which me uh, which means that replaces itself, uh, which is already all right if 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 your deck is reliant on drawing certain cards, which your Kana decks so far aren't. They're just like play your stuff and mm. see if that's mm -hmm. good enough. Um, so you it's an inkable, and every time you do play it, you're losing one ink tempo mm -hmm. one turn. for some information. Yeah. Um, that's a fair trade off. That, that's that's not crazy. Like you're not losing out on much by playing this, but you're also not gaining a lot. I would so basically the value on this. Um, depends on how good is it to know your opponent's hand, how much better can you line up your place into your opponent's potential place by knowing the snapshot of their current hand. And I think that uh, that value is very comparable to how bad it is to lose one in contempo. Mm -hmm. So I think it's not super exciting. But one, it's okay, one thing to note as well is that uh, you can't take, I know a lot of people on Twitter said this, you can't take notes in Lorcan. I think this is in the rules from yeah, e everyone was saying yeah, this. True. You can't you can't take notes. So people I'm very curious about how fast they're, you know, revealing their hand. I'm sure I'm sure it'll be, you know, once we get the judge program and stuff like that, it's fine. But like you just show them your hand. Some people are like, oh I can't I saw some people say this, which I think is kinda of crazy, but like, oh I can't remember <laughs> I can't remember what cards in your hand uh. But some some people just thought this was this was this was crazy. Which I think. Uh, well, magic has. Yeah. They can just. They can just draw off magic. Magic is the same thing, and you can't just yeah. like flash your hand. They put it down. Magic. They often write it down because you can take notes. But it would mm -hmm. be a reasonable amount of time for you to be able to digest the information, and then you, sure. as the player casting this card, would probably progress that phase. But the problem is, there's no comprehensive rules, so there's no phase yeah. that's actually happening. I don't know if it's like that magic, or if it's just like a gentleman's agreement. Anyway. Yeah, it, yeah. Like as as in as in, if they show you your hand, like, can you go? Oh, I didn't see that. Show me. No, no, again. You, can't, like, you can't go back. You can't go back. <laughs> yeah, uh, you yeah. definitely can't go back. Anyway, there's some anti synergies going on here. Um, the the time when you would get the most information from looking at your opponent's hand would be in the early turns when they have more cards in hand. Um, this card is is more punishing to play earlier rather than later. Because I think that the cost of tempoing yourself out of like your turn five, your turn five, five drop, uh, or your, you know, your turn four, four drop is much worse than, you know, this information in your opponent's hand, which is actually, it's a very hard to quanti quantify level of information, but it, it is, it's not, it's, it's non zero, but it's on the lower end of non zero. Like it, it is tech, like technically it is close to close to zero. Um, I know, I know you're thinking very, if you're listening to this and it makes you angry, it's because you're thinking contextually. You're thinking that you see the be prepared or that you see the dragon fighter changes your play, but it's also equally as likely. And this is the funniest thing about card. Care, it's equally as likely that you see the cards that wouldn't have changed your play line whatsoever. In which, in which case you got zero value out of this. Mm -hmm. So it's both equally likely and unlikely that you will receive both results because it is unknown information. In which case, this is actually not an information advantage. That being said, that's, that, that's theory. That's not reality. Um, <laughs> 
this card is very expensive to play because you're ten like in, in Lorcana, it's really important to hit to hit your drops on curve. So I think that that's okay, a huge cost to pay early in the early in the game. For yeah, so basic yeah, early in very early in the game that's a problem. But the way I would um I don't think it's the end of the world. Not so it is bad to you don't want to not play your best card on curve because you want to play this. Mm. It's more like I think in a lot of Lakana games you don't have the best card for your current ink uh, ink count every turn, and then you can maybe fit it into a turn where you wouldn't. Ha- Let's say turn six you have you don't have a six drop. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can fit this easily in without making your turn worse, and then you just you need to uh, time it so that it doesn't actually hurt yeah. you so much. And then you could al- we could also talk about okay maybe there's some action synergy in blue because it's a cantrip, the True. cheap cantrip. But. So my uh, my argument is actually not this card is bad. It's just, uh, mm-hmm. I think this card is good. I just don't think, like people look at this card and they say, this card is absolutely broken. That's not true. <laughs> uh, yeah. This card is not broken. It is very balanced. Uh, this card might become, uh, the, the power level of this card could increase greatly if there is a combo deck that it, that comes out of the game that needs to cycle to other cards, paying one resource to cycle, and you get the upside of seeing information could be relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're playing a combo deck that is very reliant on your opponent not having a specific card, um, so like in Magic the Gathering or something like that, like you need, you want to see if your opponent has the counter spell or the counter magic before you deploy your combo. Um, because if they counter it, you would effectively lose the game. This card can be better. But in terms of like a mid range deck or even an aggressively oriented deck, I think this card is not as powerful as 99% of the people that are talking about it on Twitter think it is. That being said, I still think it fits into a lot of Sapphire decks and current and in, in Sapphire mid range control decks that exist in current Lorcana. The meme about this card, though, um, Moin, is that there is a card in Magic the Gathering called Getaxian Probe. It mm-hmm. allows you to look at your opponent's hand and draw a card. Same thing, right? Well, mm-hmm. Getaxian Probe costs one mana or two life. You can pick. Okay. So you just pay two life, so it costs zero mana. And there's another card mm-hmm. in Magic the Gathering that is not played. It's called Peak. It's you pay one resource, one mana, doesn't mm-hmm. have the two life. It's it's one mana and you get to look, you get to do the same thing. Look and then draw a card. One card was one of those broken cards that ever existed in Magic, and one card is barely played. <laughs> They're not the right, what's 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 the normal max HP in Magic? Twenty. 20. Yeah. yeah, 12 of 20. And it's at this point in Magic's life cycle, it is clear that one card is infinitely more value than two life. Obviously, there's context, but it's way... Oh, it, yeah, it's, yeah, one land, one yeah. mana. I can't remember if it's one life mm-hmm. or like two life. I think it was... Well, it doesn't matter if it's one or two life. But um, two yeah, people are looking at this card, and this card is actually done in the likeness of Gataxian Probe. You can look it up right now. The art is done in the likeness oh, of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? So they 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 were comparing this to Gataxian Probe. This this card is in no way Gataxian Probe. This card is, mm-hmm. this card is peak... Peak is a card that is also printed in Magic. It's yeah. better than Peak. Don't get me wrong. It's better than Peak because you can ink it. <laughs> it's better than Peak, so, but it's so not a taxi probe. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the card. So in general, this card's okay. It's just nothing crazy. But um, what? So if if this was Gataxi and Pope, this would say um, instead of uh, using one ink, give your opponent two. You lore. can also give your opponent two lore. And I would snap. Would that be play crazy? That, yeah, I would play that card. I think. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Because it's just you're not losing any tempo to get Yeah, it's just fantastic. You like free roll. Well, the I mean, it, it it comes down to it comes back to what you said, Brandon, about being able to play cards for zero resources in card games is very good. Yes, it is very very good. So yeah. So the the funny thing is is that people think the difference between 
<laughs> there's two integers, right? There's zero and there's one. <clears throat> People think the difference between zero and one in a card game is one integer. It's not. It's infinite. It's so different. <laughs> it's actually so different. Um, like they are, they are miles apart. The, it, w- the difference between one and two, the difference between two and three is nothing close to the difference between zero and one. Like zero is like the, the signpost for a card to be broken in a card game. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, yeah. nothing to hide is a good, is a good card. It's a fine card. It won't break the game. It's not busted. And it sure as hell isn't good taxi and pro, but it also is better than peak. I'll give you that. It's better than peak. All right. This is the, this is the coolest card in Rise of the Floodborne, by the way. It's uh, the sparks the most conversation for sure. Let's go on to the next mm-hmm. one. Corel Deville. This is Corel Deville. Perfectly wretched. Sapphire card four three, um, cost five. Can be inked. Floodborne villain shift three. Quest for two says whenever this character quest chosen a par- chosen opposing character gets minus two attack this turn. Um, I don't really love these like uh, these cards. They give your opponent minus attack. I will say that in Sapphire um, Amber. I saw Maximus played a couple times and actually felt fine because not because it was reducing the attack and allowing for a favorable trade. It was reducing for the attack and was allowing like a one five to attack into something and then Rapunzel to heal it and they could draw a million cards. Um, but outside of that, I'm not a big fan of this ability. I, in general, I don't like this card. I, I think this card is pretty, pretty meh. I think it's garbage. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good though. Ma- Maximus can come down turn three and have its effect. Kuila Deville has to come down, and unless you shift it, it comes down turn five, and then it has to quest. So early mm-hmm. is turn six, and uh, this effect, while it's not great in general, I think it gets worse when the game goes on. Mm-hmm. All right, the next one, we have some cool ones coming up, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> next one is Jafar, Royal Vizier, 3-2 in steel, cost two, can be inked. Storyborn villain, sorcerer, quest for one says, I... Don't trust him, sire. During your turn, this character gains evasive. This is a two cost three two in steel that has evasive. Goodbye, Pongo. Pongo. Yeah, pour <laughs> one out for the homies. Was a good time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. F in the chat for Pongo. Poor Mini Mouse yeah. as well. Just released and now he's already facing this. Yeah, Brenda can't even play with the card. I think uh, ev- I think evasives are gonna go away. Like I think that evasive so evasives were not they were I I guess they were fine against aggro because you were inherently playing to board, mm-hmm. but they were more of an anti mirror thing anyway mm-hmm. so yeah i mean if they're printing cheap, and cheap units, yeah anti-control but the thing is them um, evasives might not I, there will there will always be this balance, balance because yeah. this card this card's bad if no one plays evasives and then if there's no evasives people will cut this card but then the evasives will be good and then yeah, yeah. yeah always balance exactly themselves. exactly yeah and so it makes card games or metagaming and card games fun all right jafar dreadnought Three, four, steel, four cost, can be inked, floodborne, villain, sorcerer. See. Quest for one has shift two, so it shifts onto the other Jafar. Says, now, where were we? <laughs> During your turn, when this character banishes another character to challenge, you may draw a card. I mean, this is, uh, this, this should be, this is in steel. You're in steel. You're, ba- you're, ban- you're, you're now in steel drawing cards. Is it good enough? <laughs> it's whenever it's, this it's, this it character banishes as well it is it is yeah uh, i don't think it's uh, so i think it's not good enough it is card draw but it's the condition is not the easiest to meet you can meet it but then are you jumping through so many uh, it's not that many hoops but it's yeah. the hoops still so like so many that uh even drawing the card won't make this card right because you're not you're not drawing more than one 
So it's not happening. You draw a card. Okay. It's really bad for your opponent. So there's a current card okay. that exists in Ruby and with this control that it comes down. Mm-hmm. It has a better effect. It costs a lot more. It's called Aladdin, but it 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 does a similar thing against aggro, where it goes. I put this card down. Congratulations! You literally can't quest. Like you, you can't mm-hmm. quest right now because I will outvalue you if you quest. They can only quest if they're going to win. Does Jafar coming down on four or on two if you shift it or three? It'd be three in this case if you get that really is, aggressive. Yeah. Does that say the same thing to your aggro opponent where it's like, hey, if you quest, like I will get really far ahead of you here. I mean, if I you know, shift it, it never does because mm-hmm. then you spend two cards. Drew one and then they trade it after you trade it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you got burst for But if you play it on four, I don't know, isn't it worst? So, best case, you play this on four, and then if your opponent quests, you get a value trade, you draw a card, but then most of the time they would still be able to trade it off after that. So then you had a little bit worse deadline and you drew one delayed card, which is okay, but. Mm. Yeah, uh, it's not. It's not that. No. I think we can. I'm not excited. We can about throw it. medium on it. What What excites me about this card, yeah. if anything, is that um, right now in the current set, I know some people play sapphire, um, amber, like mid range. There was mm. some amethyst uh, steel control decks, which are basically like I don't know. I feel like they're kind of like only playable in the mirror, um, or against like ruby amethyst control. That being said, it it excites me that we are expanding the colors that can represent different archetypes in the game, right? Like there are sure. now other colors you can play it to be archetypically control or archetypically mid-range or aggro. And that that's cool. And th- this card is a bit of a control card potentially. Um anyway, this one's interesting. Cinderella, ballroom mm. sensation. One, two in in amber, cost one, can be ink, storyborn hero, princess, quest for one, stinger three so this card can sing friends on the other side you can yep uh i talked about this just before we started the podcast but uh i saw some people getting really high on a certain card zero to hero <laughs> with uh with, with this card so i'll just explain the play just just so people can understand how crazy like the the odds of getting this and how, how ridiculous it may, may or may not be um, so you play Cinderella on turn one. Turn two, you play another character card. It could be two draw, it could be one draw, it could be whatever. And then turn three, you play zero to hero, and then you shift the huge seven cost Cinderella because it's shift five onto Cinderella. And then on turn three, you have a a big thing. But okay, how, how many cards? Is it? That's one, two, three, four, four exact cards. Even e okay, I'll say even the. Uh, wheel steel deck that has captain hook captain hook and mm. wheel even that is very difficult to me in in my yeah, opinion i guess it, it's, I, it's obviously but like, i've sure. it is it is such a high roll I, I played that deck a lot towards the end of this set and i think <laughs> i think i did it once i played a lot of games so it is the giga high roll and that is again people looking at the the giga ceiling of this card but in general this card is still very very good to be yeah. able to sing friends is super good to be able to do um was it M- mother knows best as well i think you can bounce with that so like maybe maybe you do that in like uh amber emerald but that's typically like an aggro deck so i don't think you're really going to be doing that mm. but, so what i'll say is if, yeah. I, if i was playing aggro um i would rather have cards that quest for more than have singer three i think that mm. that, that mm. would be my big my big sort of take there yeah so i mean the the combo you talked about is 
sort of, I, I would say it's a three-card combo, right? Because you only need uh, any you only need, yeah, one three or two cards. Cost. Yeah, you, you don't you don't like any one or two cost card yeah. isn't really part of the combo. Sure. Yeah. So because that 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 Grunish could be easily met, but I would say the combo isn't even that crazy. Mm. Uh, so you have like one big shader on the board that's hard to remove in combat and quest for three. Quest for, on turn. quest for two, doesn't it? Or does it, does it quest for three? It might quest for three. three. Yeah, three. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, but, but then, I don't know, then I would have to play zero to hero in my deck and I <laughs> do a lot of things yeah. before I would do that. So, it, uh, wheel, you can actually play the freaking card outside of the... Con so, the thing is, is like in, in Amber Steel Wheel, a uh, whole new world combo, the cards that are a part of the combo are playable outside the combo. Zero to yeah, hero yeah. is an unplayable, uninkable card outside of doing that one thing. Yep. You can't yep. you can't play it's, cards like this. So regarding Cinderella, if we I I don't think we currently have the songs that make me want to play this, but if they are impactful three cost songs, uh I think this card can be very alright. Right now I think this is not better than one cost one three. I don't think this is better than a one cost two two, but that that this that that is context. This card can be good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I was just wondering if it fits into that uh, that amber amethyst aggro deck. I don't know. All right, next one is ah. I'll help you. I got you. I got you. I got you. So this is Cusco amethyst card. It's a one attack two defense card. It's two cost inkable, and it quest for one. And it reads, okay, so where am I? When this character is banished, you may draw a card. This one. This character? Yeah. This is when this character is banished, you may draw a card. I think that's pretty that's all right. That's pretty good. Because it's, because it's very cheap, right? So you can just flood the board without running out of stuff, because as soon as they deal with at least your... So they will they will deal with this last, because there's only quests for one, mm -hmm. and uh, and it does something when it dies. So they will kill everything first before they, they take out this, but at least until then you're questing for them, and then if they ever need to take this out, it, it replaces itself. So I think, yeah, it can um, enable flooding the board without running out of cards as quickly as you would yep. usually do. All right. Yeah, solid. Le uh, next card we have Le is Chasseur. Uh, Le Chasseur. I actually didn't know who this dude was. Apparently he's from Snow White. I, I had no idea. Um, so he is a two-cost inkable steel card. 1-1, one, one, can quest for two. Reads, heart exchange. Whenever this character quests, you may draw a card then choose and discard a card. So this is basically just Simba's effect. Except it's not on play, it's whenever it quests. And it yeah. is a 2 cost 1-1 one, one that quests for 2, which is kind of interesting. It's better statline, I would even say, than Simba. But it's worse statline than all the other 2 costs that can quest for yeah. 2. Mm. Mm, and I think the effect's pretty mid. So I think it's, it's you're, you're guaranteed card, card 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 actually well yeah but it's, it's, if this is this huge difference right if this was just if this was just draw a card and a quest yeah no, yeah. That's, I would play that. <laughs> yeah oh my god if this just um, said wipe the board I mean <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think Grey Aladdin is better than this card in most uh, circumstances and Grey Aladdin isn't even that great of a card all right Here. next card we have is the Queen just to note. Not that you'd ever do this, but this queen can 
interact with the other previous crew we saw, which was Amber, so they can shoot. Like, it's the same character, it's just obviously the, the art is quite different. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the Queen with an Emerald 3 cost, uninkable 2-3 quests for nothing, but reads, the perfect disguise. Uh, when you top this, choose and discard a character card, gain lore equal to the lore on the character that was discarded. What do we think? So, I don't think that this character is good. I think it will win games. And the reason why I don't think it's good is because a lot of characters already do this, but they mm-hmm. force your opponent to kill them in combat as well. Because you, they already just quest for the amount. I mean, that's the, that their floor is questing for the amount on their bottom right. Right? Like, that's the floor. Yeah. This card just basically uh, says, sure. this card says, Tap, guarantee you get the floor value. I mean, it allows you to go fast, though, in a sense, because you don't have to actually pay the cost for it. Wait, it doesn't, it doesn't, when, when you, when you tap this, you're not, oh, it does say, wait, it says gain, oh, it is gain lore equal to, okay. For some reason, I thought this card was so much worse than it is. Okay, this is way better than I thought now. For some reason in my head, I thought this was tap it, it gains like oh, it puts okay. the lore on the oh. card, but you don't actually gain it until I was like, "What?" I was like, "Why are people even saying this card is somewhat?" I was like, "This card is so bad." But okay, yeah, I, I do think though. this card is bad though. Mm. Yeah, but I just when you said the floor is it quests once. I technically the floor is it gets removed even before it quests, but well, but yeah, mo- well that's where a lot of cards. That's a lot of cards. No, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, so well, this yeah, this one this one in particular, yes, because it's like a huge. It could possibly so, be a huge so threat. Every time this quests, you have to discard one. Yes. Every time. Oh, this every time to use this effect. So basically, after your opponents used it once or maybe twice, so it can be good to go to get the lore in quick. But then your opponent's also running out of cards if they're questing with this, uh, like exerting this to discard one and get mm. some quests. Maybe you can just leave this up because your opponent. Uh, Needs to discard and they're running out of out of value if they're not close enough to twenty yet. Unless <laughs> you've played Unless. Uh, John Silver, right? John Silver says every time you discard a card, you draw a card. It was when your opponent discards. No, a card. that's Prince. That's Prince John. Yeah, Prince John. But it's oh, when your opponent yeah. discards a card, right? Yeah. So people pointed out that, like, if there's a lot of, like, if okay, let's say you're facing an Emerald Steel deck that's naturally playing cards like the Queen, that's naturally playing cards like Lucius or like like Simba, that they're actually just dis like when you're when they're discarding a card, you draw a card. But people don't realize that I feel like if Prince if Prince John is on the board and you think your opponent is actually going to discard cards to let you draw cards, if you know like most, wait, I would say ninety percent. I haven't seen. Yeah, so it's like ninety percent of these. They do say you may draw. You don't have to draw a card. Like Simba, you don't have to draw a card. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. A lot of people are like, oh, if I just have Prince John on the board and they're going to be discarding their cards, which is then going to, like, they, they will willingly discard their own cards, which will then make, yeah, it, it makes makes no sense to me. But This doesn't, yeah. uh, it doesn't work with Prince John, though, because Prince John is when your opponent draws a, discards a card, you draw a card, not when you discard a card. And this isn't even no, no, discarding. Yeah, well, no, this, yeah, then, this, then this, this one would be the technical counter to your opponent wanting yeah, that's to what, play Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Queen. Like, you, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. wanting to play the Queen, yeah. that, like, you play Prince John and, like, oh, they, they probably wouldn't care because the value of the Queen play is probably better. But what I'm saying is some people think, oh, it's insane, you just play Prince John and they can't play any of their... Yeah, my pawn, if my pawn's playing the Queen, then I can't lose anyway. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't, don't need a counter card. <laughs> Yeah, because they're just discarding cards. Yeah, I think it's yeah. really bad. All right, the next one. I'll give a quick. Uh, what's the name of this? This is uh, L Logical Speaker. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, because uh, what is it? is that French? Yeah, it's French. Matri Hibou. Or so, okay, it's a it's a sapphire one cost <laughs> <laughs> two two. The cost for one uh, an inkable. Yeah, we've seen they have reprinted one cost two twos that are inkable. Okay. So now yeah, you can play the a, owl. a flounder replacement. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, people love flounder. Anyway, uh, yeah. Raya Headstrong two three cost three can be inked in Ruby Storyborn Hero Princess quest for one. Um, it says during your turn, whenever this character banishes another character in challenge, you may ready this character. She can't quest for the rest of this turn. Um. So you hit something, you protect. That's it, right? Yeah. So technically, the, the, I think the reason they printed this is, be, is because it synergizes with Shia Khan. But uh, because you can <laughs> attack twice, so you, that uh, you gain two law and so on. But I think in general, I would I would have rather have a b better stat line than have a worse stat line that can attack twice. Yeah, and it doesn't even like clear Simba to like I don't know. It's uh, yeah. yeah. So the. We have we have like three cost three threes that can quest for two. I think they're better in a lot of ways. Also, the, the only upside of this is attacking twice. This can never like quest and attack. It can uh, attack attack and then sing, right? Yeah, it can attack and sing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, that's pretty good. Uh, that can be good. Sure. <laughs> All right. Next one is Flynn Rider, his own biggest fan. Emerald two three cost four cannot be inked. Shift two. It has evasive, um, and it and it also says this character gets minus one lore for each card in your hand, and it quests for four lore. A lot going on there, I know. Basically, it quests for four, shift two, evasive, and gets minus one lore for each card in your opponent's hands. Um, I mean, first discarding this good. with queen, getting four. I mean, that that's, that is that is that is what everyone said instantly. It's like these um, these two cards came out together, and they were like, oh, queen is just basically. Four lore, but yeah, yeah, like, what a yeah. combo! I have eight unnickable cards in my deck to sometimes <laughs> like, it's so sometimes uh, quest for four after a turn and then get the value trade. Yeah. yeah, okay. Um, at first I just saw the stat line, but okay, with the effect. Yeah, first Moyen was like, "Why? Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, here's the best evasive quest for." <laughs> it's hard it's, to evaluate, right? Yeah, but you no, know, it's. I don't think it's that hard. It's like. I don't know, this card's only... Ah, uh, I mean, if this card quests for two, it's a Pongo. Yeah. Sure. So mm -hmm. that, An uninkable Pongo. Quest... Yeah. yeah, all right. It's uninkable. So I think it would need to quest for three most of the time to be good. So my opponent needs to have not more than one card in hand, <laughs> which green can make your opponent's discard, but I think, mm. again, for this card to be good, you need to... your opponent needs to have such a low hand size that you don't really need this card. It's possible it's playable in the discard deck. We just don't know what that deck mm -hmm. looks like right now. Um, by itself, I think it's unlikely. Yeah, by itself, it's bad. All right, next mm -hmm. one, Donald Duck Sleepwalker. Emerald, 0-5, cost 3, can be inked. Quest for 1 says, whenever you play an action, this character gets plus 2 this turn. Um, I hate this card. For I don't like 0 attack cards in this game. <laughs> yeah. because you're I, I, really, I really want a condition to play a Mr. Smee that has 0 attack on my phone this <laughs> turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that. exactly what it is. That's a good way. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that card is so bad. Um, yeah. All right, Mother Gothel, Withered and Wicked, three four in Ruby, cost two, can be inked. Storyborn villain, quest for one says, "What have you done?" This character enters play with three damage, but Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Let's be real though. Right? A, a two cost three one is not bad. Yeah, it's actually not. I mean, a two cost three one is bad. We would never play that, but it's. 
has the Rapunzel thing. Mm. And then uh, maybe other heal synergies. I mean, people play... Uh, Phil. Phil. What's, what's, the, what's the... People play Phil. But lot. Phil has a port. Phil? Yeah, yeah. Phil, Phil is... Phil is I don't even know. It's uh, basically... It's <laughs> a, Phil, yeah. It's an anti-Simba card, basically. I feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's also because of the support. I've never seen sure. someone really activate the support, to be honest. Huh? Yeah. I've seen that. I feel like they just trade it into, like, the Simba. I don't know. Or they quest it and trade their one job. Yeah. Yeah. Simba. True, true, true. Um, yeah, yeah, Rap- yeah Rap- think- Rapunzel card, right? Like it's sure, but yeah. I mean, we, now we also have other heal synergies mm. that you guys weren't a big fan of, and maybe run playing those in red in the red color. But maybe there's something. But also, yeah, just, bell. just for just for Rapunzel, I think this yeah, is already decent. Yeah, you know, dinner oh, bell. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it's draw three Dr- cards. Draw three cards. Yeah. What does it cost? Oh. Two. I think you have to pay, pay to do it as well, don't you? No, no, yeah. you, know, you just banish it, I think. Right? No, no, I think you pay two and then you banish it. Oh, God, so okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, not, that, not that good, Kawa. Pump the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but still, I like that this card exists. It enables some stuff, potentially. Yeah, it's a cool card. I don't think it's a very good card, but it's a cool card. Um, maybe we'll see Dinner Bell stuff. Anyway. Or Rapunzel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Red orange is that thing? This is pretty annoying, to be honest. As a con- playing control against this card and your opponent, because you uh, as a control player, mm-hmm. you can genuinely play around Rapunzel. Y- you really can. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. This is like, hey, you spot removal on my two drop, or I'm going to draw three cards. That's a pretty yeah. big ask. So this is pretty. It's a good against control. Anyway, next one is teeth and ambitions. It's a ruby song cost two can be inked and it says deal two damage to chosen characters of yours and deal two damage to another chosen character so it's like self-infliction that you want to be able to trigger heals i guess moyen's happy moyen's like i'm brewing up the amber ruby heal no, deck no, no, over no, no, here. this is like how to, how to discard I'm, I'm a card in, 101 <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued but i'm not i'm not having fun <laughs> cooking uh nah this is bad this can't it's be not, it it's not bad. good yeah. Yeah, sure. we need we need new ruby and egg for this. It's the Hearthstone reference. Mm. I don't but even I did know. earlier, where it's like, oh, you need to kill your own stuff, and then something mm. very strong happens. But yeah, if it's just damage it, just so I can heal it, or just so I can kill it with dinner bell, then I'm not interested. Yep, agreed. All right, next one is Radigan's marvelous trap. It's an oh, oh. I forgot it's an aerial card. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. It's an aerial card in a deck where you can also be playing Rapunzel and actually get an effect off this. Yeah. yeah. Okay, not terrible. This card's probably better than Hakuna Matata. That's how... Yeah, it, yeah I think mm-hmm. it is better than Hakuna Matata. That's funny. Um, anyway. Uh, Radigan's Marvelous Trap. Emerald item, three cost, cannot be inked. It says, spam, boom, twang. Banish this item. Each opponent loses to lore. Unplayable. Snap boom twang this out of my deck. Yeah, unplayable. <laughs> <laughs> really, really bad, actually. Yeah, three cost on inkable. Ugh. Banish it. You banish your own item to make your opponent lose yeah. two lore. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Can't wait to get the comments on why this one is good. Just kidding. That was a little bit of shade from me. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Uh, next one is Painting the Roses Red. This is a uh, amber. I almost said steel. Song, cost two, can be inked. Says up to two chosen characters. Get minus one attack this turn. Ooh. Draw a card. Draw it says draw a card. card. <laughs> there we go. There's a period. <laughs> draw a card. Um, yo, this, this 
Now this is a aerial target. Yeah, yeah. That's this my kind of really that's my kind of aerial target right there. I mean, it's, it's still a bad card, like, but aerial draws this card, ETB, then discard mm-hmm. replaces itself. It's just bad for two. <laughs> for two yeah. so you just delete two resources. Because uh, there's some songs that are like I don't know. For example, what's what's it called? The the other two cost Amber song that replaces itself, but you can be, search. Be our guest. Yeah, mm, be our guest yeah. is better than this. Yep. 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 It is a lot better because you think because, because again we don't value the minus one attack on two characters all that much. Okay. All right. Bad card for us. Uh, let the storm range on. Action song. It's a song. Steal. Three costs cannot be inked. Deal two damage to chosen character. Draw a card. That seems way more reasonable. This is this is fire the cannons, but you you draw a card and you pay two more resources. I mean, you pay this. Yeah. But this mm. is a fine uninkable card. Like to be honest, like I I hate uninkables. Cool. I'm a big uninkable hater. But this is like mm-hmm. uninkables that draw cards and aren't very conditional are fine for me. Yeah, because you can just usually play this whenever and. Just ink the card you draw off it, or, ink, or draw a card and then ink another card because you got a new card. So it's, it's completely fine. Yeah. I mean, this is a very good card. If this was inkable, this would just not be uh, balanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would not be balanced. That'd be the most power creep smash ever. The fact that you can sing this too is pretty. I think this card is actually really good. I think we're going to see this played mm-hmm. in competitive decks. Um, sure. All right. Mm-hmm. Go the distance. Holy shit. Ariel is just happy. This is Ariel's set. <laughs> yeah. Go and the distance. Last set was already Ariel's set. <laughs> <laughs> Go the distance, action song, and ruby two cost can be inked as ready chosen damage characters of yours. They can't quest for the rest of draw this turn. Draw a card. They all draw, draw a card. Here. Ready chosen damage characters. So I don't like this card as much, even though it's inkable, mm-hmm. because your character has to be damaged. Um, mm. And that is a hoop that you got to jump through. I guess it's inkable. Sure. It's still maybe playable because it's like inkable, but I yeah. I don't love it because it's a, it's a conditional to draw the card. I'm assuming... That that's a must it is. because there's a period. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would, I'd say it's a must. I feel like they're trying so hard to print synergy from Shere Khan, but we're just going to play Shere Khan without the synergy cards, and it's <laughs> yeah. still going to be good. Sure, yeah. Okay. What do you guys All think? Right. You guys think it's just you think it's bad, or you think it's meh? Yeah, I, I don't like the condition on it. That something has to be damaged, but I mean, but, yeah. I was gonna say, I mean, like there, there, there is the, the the two other cards. I mean, we saw Mother Gothel. Mother Gothel can sing this i guess or yeah i guess what you can quit you can quest and something else would sing it nah i don't know no, it's, i think it's, it's, it's too it's too it's too it's too much yeah right. it's i think it's pretty bad but at least so at least what this enables is because we had this effect uh from raya where if she um attacks something kills it then she can attack again but not quest but at least this is okay you can ready something that already quested and then get the trade so you actually can get an extra quest in, which is mm. um, very different to just being able to attack twice. But okay. Yeah, in general, it's still a little bit subpar. Mm-hmm. Okay. This next card is called You Can Fly. It's a Ruby Action Song. Cost two can be inked. And it says Chosen Character gains evasive until the start of your next turn. And it does not say draw a card. Now, this card is bad, I think. <laughs> yeah. That card's yeah, that's, terrible. That's quite bad. It's yeah. just anti evasive tech that costs a card yeah, an entire Ugh. card into or it's an area it's like, card but okay or, we had so many of those or now. it's like extra i mean it's like a give, it's give evasive to a card that you want to give evasive that never usually has evasive like could you could you could you play this on uh oh until the start i don't know in, in some 
Yeah, into like some weird aggro deck that like you're like could you could you play this on, Pin oh, on the Pinocchio? On the, on the three ink Pinocchio, bam! Yeah. And a quest for an extra three. I mean But I don't know, I could uh, this card could as well just be another Pinocchio that also quests for another three. Is is, is Ruby Amethyst turning into uh from control to <laughs> to aggro? <laughs> oh, I, I think the problem with that is it's just protecting a character if you instead of just playing another one, which is like can also pose a similar threat, and then they have to re still remove the first Sure, I, I agree. I agree with that, yeah. Definitely. Alright, next one is Strength of a Raging Fire. This is a steel action song. Cost 3 can be inked. Says, deal damage to chosen character equal to the number of characters you have in play. Um, so this is... Hero to Hero's uh, cousin over here. <laughs> so, <laughs> one thing I'll say is that it's slightly better than Smash, because it's a song. One, it can be searched mm -hmm. up. Two, it can be sung. Mm -hmm. So, I would say this has to at least deal two damage it maybe three is like really good um mm -hmm. that being said oh i just really hate playing cards like this because you just there's a conditional on board and i feel like the floor the floor is like this card is actually unplayable right because you don't have anything on board um yeah but the floor it's so easy it. to have stuff on on board because almost an entire deck is always like characters and then if you know okay let's say you already have this in hand, then you can maybe not quest a few times, just you, you get a better strength of a raging mm -hmm. fire in to, to get better board control, and then you start questing. I think this card is at least decent. Um, do you think this card is better than Smash? Um, I mean, the honest answer is some of the times it was, some of the times better, but I think in, I can see this on average, being even a little better than Smash. Yeah, I, I think so. This, but also because, mm, it's a, it, also because it's a song. Yeah, play free also better. get... The fact that you can grab this with Ariel is great. I mean, Ariel is such a game-defining card, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. next one is Jiminy Cricket, Pinocchio's Conscious 1-2 in Amethyst, 2 costs Inkable with Evasive. <laughs> it says, when you play this character, if you have a character named Pinocchio in play, you may draw a card. Um... Uh, yeah, it's all the, the Pinocchio was the card that I hated. <laughs> That's not I remember. No, but there was another. Oh, no, there was really the other oh, Pinocchio. The broken the... Pinocchio, the quest for three, <laughs> yeah. plus two. It's a one yeah. one, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's very good with that. That's pretty good with that for sure. Mm. But I don't wait. It's, I mean, it's actually just two one two draw a card. Which we had a two one two. Oh, it's a, it's evasive as well. That's yeah. all. I think the card's all right. It kills. Um, so it kills opposing Pascal's, which is a card that is uh -huh. played in Agrodex. Mm. Sure. It's true. Um, it my it's better than pass. And my mm, is it better than Pascal? Maybe, maybe. Anyway, they both have the ups and downs. But mm. next, I think the cards all right. All right. Because we're definitely we're definitely we're definitely playing the other the the, the good Pinocchio. But this card's yeah. not so good that we suddenly play the bad Pinocchio just to play this card. Mm -hmm. mm. All right. On to our last one, Peter Pan. Peter Pan Shadow. This is a Amethyst two three. Story, uh, four cost, uninkable, storyborn ally, quest for two, has evasive, has rush, and says your other characters with rush gain evasive. Moyen, talk to mm. me. Your other characters with rush gain evasive? Monomim evasive? Okay. So, Zeus it is... evasive? <laughs> Zeus evasive? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that's probably the best example of the, mm. the card that works for best. So, it's a 4-2-3 quest for two, so it's, a, it's an uninkable pongo. I don't care about the rush almost at all. So it only matters mm -hmm. for trading into... Because um, it doesn't kill Minnie Mouse. Uh, it only really kills Pascal or Jiminy Cricket. 
doesn't kill a lot of not, not a lot of evasive steps to less HP. Yeah. But it gives rush card. So basically, whether this card is good because it needs to do something more than just being un- uninkable four cost two three rush evasive depends on can you make the your other characters with rush gain evasive work. Mm-hmm. Um. The answer Zeus is, the is answer, a decent yeah, point, but Zeus, also Yeah, Zeus also forecasts an inkable. So the answer is for the most part no. Currently, yeah, no, um, because the things are basically like Maui or like Rafiki. I don't know if you if yeah, usually flotsam, isn't it? Yeah, rush cards want to have good stats and they don't need to quest for a lot, which is how they are designed. And if they are designed that way, then evasive is less good on them because they mm. don't quest for a lot. So if they're if they're good started, you just kind of protect them, I guess. That's the only thing. Mm-hmm. So you could possibly get like because usually the rushes that comes in instantly, you can get multiple. You get more value out of it, I guess, in terms of trading rather than mm-hmm. questing. But yeah, yeah. So very narrow down. Rush cards want stats. Evasive cards want uh, mm. want oh, lore. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it's it's so. What do we want? This would have been a very funny card to just like inject into set one, in my opinion. Because this would mm. totally change mm. the entire dynamic of evasives and ruby amethyst evasive mirrors and things like that. Because oh now, yeah, the mirror match would have been so interesting with this. Card. Well, you would have just mm. ended up cutting evasives, I think, because you can't have your opposing. Oh right. Yeah. You're... Okay. So this this cuts this cuts. Okay, I was I was looking at it from the wrong angle. My angle was, I don't want my rush. I don't need my rush cards to have evasive because I don't want to quest with them. But this is just an anti evasive cut. This mm. doesn't need to mm. be the I want to push for. For game with my evasives, this is just like, oh, I can play Maui to trade into an a goofy, goofy. yeah, or yeah. something. We could, so. we could, if we opened up Pixaborn and you played mm-hmm. the deck that we built in set one, and I yeah. played that deck and I cut all the evasive characters and just put in Peter Pan, I would destroy yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that this, I mean, this card would because now your Rafiki's two for one, the opposing Pongos, your Maui's like three for one everything like i mean it's just like uh two for yeah. one to three for one it would just absolutely so change a, the dynamic yeah that's a very very strong anti evasive card and if your opponent doesn't have evasives this is a little below average so this is like a tech card which is um because we talked about this at the start of the pot uh you can tech you have the sideboard with your mm-hmm. inkables but this is not mm. an inkable so there's a big cost in having an uninkable tech card um Yep. In the floor is Pongo, but un- uninkable is just such a high cost. Anyway, that concludes uh <laughs> that concludes the spoilers. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna split these episodes up and sort of space them out a little bit over cool. the week. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah. just so we can, but I wanna remind everyone who's listening to this and made it all the way to the end that uh next week at the normally scheduled time for the podcast to drop, we're gonna do a full set review uh in the context of constructed and looking at all the cards together and we'll give them grades so we'll give them a b c d grades um i think or like one through five we'll figure out a system that we like the most so actually grade the card so you can sort of easily digest the new set and look at it uh, for constructed play moyen i want to thank you once again for joining us on the podcast and i'm excited to see you next week as well it's always great to have your input um and i appreciate both of you making it through this marathon <laughs> of spoilers uh that we decided to do today it was actually it was definitely definitely was not the plan initially but i'm, I'm hyped for rise of the floodborne like the game is def the game is changing a lot there i i'm 
100% sure that there is no deck that it currently exists in set one that will be playable without any new cards in set two, or at least will be like the best deck or really competitive. Mm-hmm. Like all new, all current decks will be adding new cards. Um, we'll see a big change in the meta. Hopefully control is still playable. <laughs> Hopefully control is still playable. So, so first set was like extremely well designed mm-hmm. in, in the entire span. It wasn't a very, it wasn't the most competitive time span, but in this span, there was a lot of, um evolutions of decks mm-hmm. in the meta and there's a lot of n- interesting dynamics between them so there's a lot of cards i'm excited for and i hope uh, that the dynamics between decks will also be the same way yeah it seems like uh not to be cynical but it seems like it can only get worse from set one because set one was honestly one of the best balanced card game sets i've ever played in my life like we literally saw like week to week the meta changed um throughout the entire longevity of the set that might have changed if we had more, it might have been different if we had bigger like tournaments to look back at and stuff like that um, bigger events to really set the set the stage for what the meta is but ultimately we were spoiled for choices deck builders and as players that you know wanted to experiment so um, hopefully hopefully we get that in set two as well also q2 2024 competitive play it's coming so yes sir we're we're going legit you know we're going <laughs> we're gonna it's gonna be big i'm super excited for it um we'll see how it pans out if they decide to work with seg or they're gonna run their own circuit maybe i'll see you all at disneyland for the world championships who knows <laughs> who knows but, inside uh, the castle yeah yeah but oh my god i am i am excited and there's only good things to come um anyway Again, thank you all so much. For anybody listening on pod platforms, like I said, there is a video version on YouTube at youtube.com slash podcana. I think it's podcana or podcana pod. Um, you can find it on YouTube easily. Card images on there if you want to follow along. Um, super easy. If you listen to this podcast, you enjoy it. You like our reviews, even if you don't like them. Um, and if you're hyped for the full constructed set leave us a review on pod platforms it helps more than anything else it's super critical to our growth so we appreciate it very very much especially if you've been listening for a while um and yeah twitter brendan apg at moyen underscore hs at kawatech underscore cg we'll see you next week for the full constructed breakdown